as the word of God keeps unveiling to us the dynamics of his ministry in the life of humans. Today, the gospel talks about the prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. He said she was of great age. After I lived with her husband for seven years, my time of virginity, as the husband died, she didn't count it as a minus. It became an opportunity for her to live her life for God to the fullest. It takes wisdom to understand that. Not many widows understand that. There are widows out there who are still struggling to find a space in the married life. They are Catholics. They are Christians. I have counseled a few of them. Some will say, Father, do you mean I should just be like this? Just like this? For them, they can't fathom the idea of living for the Lord. And the, the nasty aspect of it is that you find Catholics too who will go proclosing and telling that person, are you like this? Don't you find that you have to settle yourself? Oh, how carnal they can be. They think life is all about pleasure. About uh, what we call the carnal pleasure. The, the, the reading from the first reading of John says, for all that is in the world is what? The lust of the flesh. The lust of the flesh. Life is all about pleasure. The lust of the eyes. Wow, what your eye can catch. Oh, I like this. I like this. Is life all about what you like? I want this one, not this one. You know? And the pride of life to show it. I've arrived. We belong here. I belong here. You know? We have built a throne in our minds. You know? And we want people to meet us in that throne. You see? It says... It's not of the Father, but it's of the world. It's of the world. Do not love the world or the things in the world. What is the things in the world? The loss of the flesh, the loss of the eyes, and the pride of life. Hmm. This is a serious matter. Yes, it's a serious matter. If anyone loves the world, which you see, which, what, what, what it means, if this is uh, what your life is all about, the love of the Father is not in you. The love of God is not in you. When you place the pleasure of the flesh far above the plan and purpose of God, when you place the cravings of your eyes and place more emphasis on that, more than the demand of God. And when you pride yourself more on the profile of the world, and how the world sees you, more than how God sees you, the love of the Father is not in you. It's a bitter truth. So who orchestrates the infrastructure of the flesh? It's the devil. The same system he used in tempting Adam and Eve 
That is the same system he's using to capture souls. But Anna, when she lost her husband, the wisdom of God spoke to her. And she lived a life of dedication, a life of focus unto God. She was very young when her husband died. And she spent her time in prayer, in the temple, with fasting. Even at the age of 84, she was still fasting. Why would the Spirit of God not direct her to come and see the Savior? And she went about telling people about the redemption of Israel that have come in the person of the Christ. If she was not important in the whole agenda, the word of God would have captured it. But it's documented for her own use. You see? So we must understand that when a journey that all of us we have to matter. You don't get petty with the issues of life. I want to make it clear again. Child of God, we are beginning to transverse from normal way of Christianity to the real Christianity. Pay the price. Don't get too petty with life. There are things that should not be asked with me at all anymore. St. Augustine said, love God and do whatever you want. Don't get into vexation. The spirit of this world is the spirit of vexation. Paul was writing to Timothy. He said, we didn't receive the spirit of bondage to fear. Bondage to this world. We receive the spirit of liberty. You don't understand. What he starts to say is that there are spirits ruling men on earth. And we have received a new, a different spirit. Our own spirit is a liberating spirit. When you are bound by the spirit of bondage, your life is powered by vexation, by irritation, by anger, by, you know, all the things that makes you, makes life boring for you. Any little thing takes you up. You notice wrong even when there's no wrong. It's called the spirit of bondage. And that spirit will poke around you Create circumstances that will make you yield to it. And you get petty. But when you receive the spirit of liberty, there is something it does to you. You live above all these elements. When they come, you are aware they are there, but they count nothing anymore in your life. You don't respond to it. You neglect it. Because you are more focused now. The Bible says, looking on to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. Deal with the loss of the flesh. The flesh likes to be pampered. The flesh likes attention. The flesh likes to complain. The flesh likes to be pitied. The flesh keeps the record of wrong. The flesh is so sensitive to everything. The flesh is so judgmental. The flesh is is not charitable. The flesh will never understand with you. The flesh is so self-centered. The flesh is egoistic. The flesh is full of pride. The flesh has so much of self-love. The flesh positions itself as always the best. The flesh never yields to be humbled. No. That's the flesh. The flesh is not this one. 
it is this thing I just mentioned now that the body craves for. That's the flesh. The devil dwells in the flesh. He is flesh. Have you forgotten? That's what he is. The devil is flesh. Oh, you don't connect. You connect? How do you connect now? Dust. If you eat dust all the days of your life, what is dust? This is I just mentioned now. The cravings of the human flesh. All these things. The devil feeds on it. So when your life is full of all this, the devil will be around you. You can be in church. It doesn't matter. He will come around you. Because you have his food. He likes to eat them. You are serving good meal every day. You know? Live above those things. Starve him to death. When it comes to your life, let him not find any need to eat. When it comes to feed on pride, there's nothing. When it comes to feed on your anger, there's nothing. All those are committed hearts. When it comes to your heart, it doesn't seem hot. He sees a man or a woman who is about to talk. He said, This one, you're waiting. You are not feeling me today. And because you're not feeling, he cannot operate in your dimension. Let me give you a secret. When the devil comes to your life, it is a food you give him that gives the power to operate in your life. He will eat that food and kill you. That's why even before they attack you, they attack. They must make you compromise somewhere where you give into the flesh. If you deal with the flesh, they begin to bring the pride, the, 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 the loss of the eyes of things of you. You are a this one, you are going for this, you go for this, you like fashion, you like what is trending all the time, you want to belong to the wave of the time. So that when you know that you, you, are, you, you, know, you, are, you are coming from the wave, like those days when we were young, you would grow up in the village, you used to chase rats in the bush, and they have that pathway, eh? They have their pathway. Once you see their pathway, say, oh, this is their pathway. We now go to the extreme end and go and put trap. We now spread food on the pathway for a long time. So they will eat and coming. Before they arrive there, they have so eaten the food that they have lost their senses. So we put enough food for them to eat and be drugged with the food. So when they come, even the one on the trap, they will not think it's trapped and they will step in. Um, when we come the next morning, we'll see all the food they ate with their hands to the trap like this. Also capture them. That's what the devil does. So, what killed this rat? Was it a trap or his appetite? Cravings of the eyes. That's how the devil controls men. I like this. You push this. As you are moving, he can predict your tomorrow. No more contentment. No more contentment. And the words that the more you go after those things, the next thing is pride. Let me now show them. I have it. But they must know. When they don't recognize you, they're angry. When they see you, they look at nobody greeted you. Say, oh, your name is like this in my local. You think they ask me, is that your name? Amen. Amen. Can you imagine? Maybe you don't have the ability to see now. You see sometimes. Some people jealous me. Some people jealous me. Tomorrow day you look well to see that. They will say, ah. Yo, man, well done, no, I'm still your handwork. Hey. Say proud of life. Right. Say proud of life. Right. So it's not because of what you have that you need now. It's because you want people to pray. The devil has a way of emptying men's life. It's called deception. You don't need men's accolade. What you need is what? God's don't ask me to praise you. When men praise you, be very angry with yourself. Yes. 
when they celebrate you too much. Hey, be careful. That celebration is not real. Let the heaven celebrate you. There is no way heaven will celebrate that they will ignore you. So that's why in this season of the Christmas time that we are appreciating the gift of God in our lives, let us cut away anything that causes nuisance in our joy. Your authentic to Christian lives. Be real. There's no more time. Begin to lay it out. Let the aroma of your righteousness begin to be, you know, be known now. Display it. Don't say tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Begin now. Every practical step you take today is leaving a lasting impact for the following you to be able to see something. Yes. Who we'll have all the time in the world? Who we'll have all the time? Get yourself fixed into the system. Be part of him. Let the love of God that overwhelms become part of your life. Find your space. Find your space where you will be known. Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, she found her space. Simeon yesterday found his place. Mary found her place. Joseph found her place. Have you found your place in the agenda of God? 